Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sarah, I actually, you know, this is a public service. I want everyone to know this. This is going to impact everybody just as deeply as it impacted me when I realized it. But Sarah Tan is no longer one of my top three viewers of my Instagram story. What? And it is deeply upsetting. She has stopped engaging. That is not true. She's stopped engaging with my Instagram. And I just want this to be public knowledge. Wow. Wow. So that if anything happens to this podcast, (laughs) it's directly on Sarah Tan. And the beginning of the end... That is not my fault. That she stopped engaging. That is Instagram's (laughs) algorithm's fault. I swear to God, I don't see the people I care about. I don't see their content, but I see all these other people. And I'm like, why? Like, why? Like, why didn't I see your Shawnee Darden retinol video until... You know what happens too, though? What? Is I'm like carrying Cade. Then I got Zoe. Then I got my phone open and Instagram is open, but then it's like, it accidentally opens and then I close it. You know what I mean? I'm like, why is it open? So I think, I'm, I think it's messing with my algorithm. And also I just like, haven't been on the phone as much, like, which is great, but no, I, I'm very sorry. It is not a personal choice and I'm going to go engage with all of your posts so that it bumps me up. It's not even my posts. It's my Instagram stories. And oh, it's your story. Okay. It's my Instagram stories. And let me just tell you, I was spiraling. I was like, Sarah has stopped caring about my bullshit. And now she's all <laughs> on the mom Instagrams. No. And she cares more about what the mothers are teaching versus Kirby having a, a dissertation about why diet products should not have done that piece of sponsored content. Oh, that's what, okay. Oh shit. I'm like, I pulled up my Instagram to see who pops up first. Yeah. See, it's like all these people that I don't, you know, like no offense. I'm not going to name anyone, but you know, <laughs> like who are these people? Yeah. Well, <sighs> Glams, now you know. Uh, so just take stock of that. Glams, tell me if you see your friend friends' story, I mean, the ones that you actually care about as often as you want to. I don't. But I'm, again, I'm messing with, I'm messing with it. I'm messing, and the kids. You know who I don't see? What? Me? Dumois. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) She blocked me and Los Angeles. Dumois, I have nothing to do with any of that. (laughs) I don't know why you're dragging me into this. Listen, I was shook. The reason why I even realized it, because at first I was like, did I block them? Because y'all know my take. I do love gossip, but I do think a lot of tinfoil hat conspiracists 
send in things to Dumois that are like very rarely vetted or confirmed in any aspect. And I've been told by so many publicists that there are now strategies in which they will write in to Dumois or text, not text, but DM in order to get their client put in the running or just even put in the the same group for certain roles, like to get a good public standing, things of that nature. So I'm like, we can have fun, of course, but like we got to take some of these things with a grain of salt. And by some, I mean most, you know, like don't believe every single thing that Dumois posts, except, except when it has to do with NSYNC. The NSYNC reunion. Yeah. And that is how I figured out that I was blocked on Dumois. I saw that on your Instagram stories. You know what it is, too? It's like I almost replied to you on that. And then one of my children, again, it's Zoe's fault. It's Zoe and Kate's fault. And I was like, fuck. Zoe I gotta and get Kate, off the phone. stop needing your mother. Stop needing me. I need my time on my phone. Grow Gosh. up. Grow up. So rude. <laughs> so rude. Kate is like, what? How many yeah. months old? <laughs> yeah. Six, like six months next week. <laughs> Grow up, Kate. Yeah. Like handle your business. Um, how do we get all NSYNC members on the podcast? Listen, I don't know. Maybe we need to go straight into entertainment and start focusing on promoting Trolls 3. Should we do an episode dedicated to each member? Their yeah. best looks, their best yes. beauty looks, hair. And then the last 20 minutes, it's them coming on and like talking about those looks. I am all for this. I I will cry. JC's highlights. JC, listen, what the a Caesar moment. cut, the long oh curly God. hair, the slick back. He's just, he's got such good hair. He has great hair. I think he started coloring his hair when he did that Meow Mix commercial. <laughs> like, I'll like walk around the house and go, and Patrick's like, stop <laughs> singing the Meow Mix song. I'm like, I can't. The, meow Mix knows how to get people. Remember back in the 90s when it was like, meow, 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 yeah, meow, yeah. meow, 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 <laughs> Like literally. They, they're really good at a jingle. Listen, get them on Spotify. I think this yeah. is the new frontier. But JC, I noticed his hair was brown again. Yeah, uh-huh. And I was like, ooh, he covered the grays. He looks like he might have gotten a little bobo. Looking good, feeling good. That man's going to be 50 in a few years. I love it. Just like we're going to be 40. He's going to be 50. It is. Chris is 50, y'all. Chris is 50. That is insane to me. When did this happen? Yeah, no, we're really in our reunion tour era, which is really frightening. I didn't think we'd get here so soon. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm I'm shocked. And I did not think that the Tabby Cat 5 and Meow Mix would be a part of it. Or Trolls, quite frankly. But here we are. Trolls is a great franchise, though. Is Justin Timberlake, like, uncanceled? I have hot takes on Justin Timberlake that I know people... Give me one hot take. Give me one hot take. I love Justin Timberlake. I think that he is a great performer. He has a beautiful voice. He's extremely charming. Extremely talented. Can do it all. The man can do it all. He's 40 plus years old now. I'm sure he probably regrets a lot of his past behavior and maybe would not do things the way he did them in hindsight. People grow. They learn. They move on. Like, 
I think that this Britney Spears memoir is going to be scary times for a lot of people. When does that come out? October. Is she doing an audiobook? No audiobook listed yet. Britney can't be bothered, man. Like, she's got a lot going on. Like, don't make this woman sit and read her book, okay? I know, but I would love to hear that. Well, same. I would love to hear her too, but I don't want to force her to do any more work than she needs. Like, get the book out. You're right. Yeah. She's done enough work for her life. She's like Beyonce. She doesn't have to do promo for this book. It's going to do great no matter what. Like, she doesn't need to go on GMA. I heard she may be doing an Oprah sit down, which fabulous. But like, also, she doesn't need to. Doesn't need to. It's Britney F. and Spears. She can do whatever she wants. I want her to live her best life. But like, the Justin of it all, for me, I think that People can make bad moves. They can be shitty ex-boyfriends. They can have these bad things in the past. The man is an he is a grown adult and he's a father of two children. Yeah. You gotta believe that he's changed. Seemingly loyal and loving husband. Yes. To Jessica Beale. Seemingly, yes. I know. It's hard. I like I I'm scared to say anything because I don't want anyone to like come after me. Yeah, I know. That's the thing about the internet. You can't say anything because it's like you say one thing and then like, oh, so then you're anti-Britney. No, I freaking love Britney Spears. But I also love Justin Timberlake. Right. And he was so young and grew up. That doesn't, you know, again, we are not saying anything he did was okay. Britney Spears cheated on Justin Timberlake. Let's be real. Okay. She cheated on him. That's why he wrote me Cry Me a River. Yeah. That sucks. That's poor behavior. I don't think Britney Spears should be held accountable for that shit now. Right. Right. I don't think she should be held accountable. Like literally, that's like saying that because Britney Spears acted a certain way in 2006 or 2007, that she should still be in a conservatorship. You know what I mean? Totally. Growth happens. People move forward. I don't think that you should be burned at the stake for something that you did 20 years ago. He also apologized. Like, he apologized. Did he? Didn't he? I mean, he's like, come Uh, out. Oh, oh, he did. With all the Britney stuff, when the Britney documentaries and stuff came out. He, like, made a statement. I I, I truly feel he has regret and remorse. Agreed. I do think that if he's going to enter back into the world... This is a great way to do it. No, I'm like, if you want social goodwill, <laughs> yes. make the NSYNC reunion happen. Yep. Like, that's all you got to do. Yep. And we'll be, we'll give you hugs and kisses and forget about it. Forget it ever happened. Can I read you two comments, which really, I think, just encapsulate exactly <laughs> how I feel about all this. This is a comment on Jessica Beale's TikTok where, you know, that sound that's like, he looks at him and she looks at me. And then it's like uh-huh, going uh-huh. back and forth. And it's like pictures of Jessica Beale with Justin, like back, okay. back in the day and yeah. stuff. Someone commented and goes, Jessica, we need to know if a reunion is happening. I need to cash out my 401k. And I'm like, yep, same. You need to let me know. I will be paying any amount, oh, any amount. I need floor seats. I need first row. First row, floor seats, backstage, VIP. I need the meet and greet. I need Melinda. Melinda needs to come out and give me a stage pass like when I was 13 so I can sit on the stage and be serenaded. You've already lived the dream. I have. I want to live the dream. No, I want to live the dream again. Once you have a taste of the dream, Sarah, you can't not have it again. Yeah. So can we relive your dream? But like grant my (laughs) ultimate. How old were we? 13, 14, 15, 12, 12, 12. I I was like, it was a long time. NSYNC is such a huge chunk of our adolescence. 
insane. The dreams that I would have about JC staring up at his poster on my wall. Make it happen, guys. Please. But I don't think it's going to be a tour. I think it's going to be a residency. Yes. Oh, no. They they can't do that. They're old and have children. Like, yeah. Let them just be. Just one show. It's going to be one show. No, no. Don't say that. I need it to be like a fully functioned residency. I don't know if it's going to be that long. That's a lot of people and a lot of responsibilities. I feel like if anything, it's like one weekend of like maybe three shows. I I need to be there at a table. What if it's in like Orlando? Oh, hell yeah. That's where it all started. (laughs) Sign me the F. I love Orlando. (laughs) I want to live in Orlando. I've never been. (gasps) I have no like desire to go, but I I would go. I got it. I got it. Okay. So when this is announced, which I'm just manifesting that it is, when this reunion's announced, then they're like, one week only in Orlando, pilgrimage to Orlando, you and me, I'm going to bring my best friend, Jennifer, because she was the one that always was with me. Janet Johnson will be in attendance because she's obsessed with Joey. And then my friend Marina, who is obsessed with Justin. We will all go to Orlando. And then I will give you the tour, the in-sync tour. This is where Justin and JC did yeah. MMC. This is where Joey was at Universal performing oh my live gosh. on a hot summer day. This yeah. is where their former manager's house is. This oh my God. at Hollywood Studios is where they performed their very first in-sync in-concert on Disney that gave them the platform that they have to this day. I will show you. That would be very special. I will show you the world, the in-sync world at Disney World. It'll be fabulous. Okay. We will be sweating balls, but it will be fabulous. Yeah, we will. It will be fabulous. (laughs) Everybody just needs to know that at some point, I am retiring and moving to Orlando. And if you wish to see me, you must come to Orlando. I am not leaving Orlando. But you're going to have to be a Florida resident. Yes, but remember, I was a Texas resident for a very long portion of my life. I am fine. And honestly, Florida could use more people like you. So right. go ahead. Yep. No offense to any listeners we have in Florida. Miami's wonderful. Florida listeners, they, they've been knowing. They understand. Yeah, they're not offended. They would welcome me with open arms. Okay, maybe we should talk about beauty. Yes. And not like getting blocked by internet accounts and dragging my instagram algorithm Jeez, listen if i don't see you in top three immediately that's your instagram's problem do y'all know this that like the top three people in the little bottom corner when you're looking at your instagram stories those are the people that view your story the most and sarah always was number one and then literally one day she just completely disappeared completely disappeared i don't recognize any of these people i told you my instagram is messed up Let's talk about a few things. I'm going to say this on the podcast. And if you have my newsletter, you're going to also read it in the newsletter. (laughs) But there are two big themes of this summer. Divorce and concealer. It's like everybody is breaking up and every brand known to mankind is launching a concealer. So many concealer launches. Literally. Launch after launch after launch after launch. And I don't know historically, like I can't remember when in the calendar year concealers typically launch, 
but I wouldn't have pegged it to like end of summer. For me, I guess like if I had to guess, I'd be like, oh, it's like a spring thing. But maybe, you know, obviously I'm wrong, but there are so many. And a lot of them, I feel like the messaging around it is different than like the typical concealer launch messaging in that these ones are more lightweight and like you can wear it as is alone on top of your skin and you're done, you know, like you can shear it out and create your own little skin tint, Mm. right? It's less messaging about like actually concealing and more about like being able to use it in many different ways. I feel like it's the trend of using concealer all over your face. Yeah. Right. Everyone's doing it now. I mean, I do it and I used to never do it. And it's because these formulas like the beautiful one from Tower 28 that just launched that Kirby is applying right now. Oh, this is K-Town. See, are we the same shade or no? It looks like it. Mm -hmm. See? Okay. It's working. So I am K-Town as well. I was also sent Inland Empire, but I told Kirby earlier that I refused to put it on. Because <laughs> she is bitch. so rude. I am an LA elitist. And you are apologies an to those from the Inland Empire. I just didn't, I didn't want to be IE. I did. I was so excited. I was like, oh, because I got Inland Empire and K-Town. K-Town is a little bit more... Golden. Yeah. It looks more golden on me. Yeah. But IE... Inland Empire, I was like, oh, because Kirby has an IE at the end. <laughs> it made me happy. <laughs> I was like, great, because I'm always like Kirby with an IE. Yeah. So yeah, that one is my perfect match. And this is what I will say about complexion products from Tower 28. Without fail, they match my skin perfectly. Like Maholland from their mm-hmm. foundation, their sunscreen foundation, perfect match. Like without fail. Every time I use it, I am shocked. I'm like, it just looks like I put something invisible on my face. Do you think it's because it's so flexible? Like, what do you think? Or because they work, you know, they work with Kieran, Body, the makeup artist. Like, why do you think they are so good at the shade matching? It's a great question. Because I wouldn't say this is like a lightweight. It says it's a weightless serum concealer that has the power to visibly cover dark circles, hyperpigmentation, and redness. I mean, like, Sure, it might not feel heavy, but it has to be heavy duty to cover. I mean, it is covering my melasma really well. It's a lot more fluid than other textures. I want to also say that every product has serum in the name now, too. Mm, It's like tinted serum, serum concealer. Mm -hmm. Like, what is going on? The skinification of makeup. Everyone gets the same trend forecast. And then they're like, okay, so I guess we're doing a serum concealer for q3 q4 i don't know but i am actually looking into this i will have answers for you because i was wondering how do you decide to share these things and i reached out to a few experts that i am friends with on instagram let me read you what one said because i was like this is crazy there's just so many right and obviously this takes so much planning for these bigger brands, years, for the smaller brands, at least six months, at the very least. So it's like, obviously, this isn't just like, oh, they saw one brand launch a concealer and then they quickly made their own. Like, no, this has been in the works. I asked if retailers influence this at all. Mm-hmm. And several of them were like, yes, retailers are major pushers for that type of situation. A lot of them said it drives them insane. 
meaning the brands, but retailers are a big one. This other person said, labs will also offer formulas to brands now. Ingredient suppliers will make formula and ingredient suggestions. She was saying my intuition was correct. So I was like, are they kind of coming out with a little buffet of like, okay, here's this ingredient or here's this formula that's great for concealer or whatever. And then people are like, okay, great. And then I was also sent by somebody else an email that they received from a lab. And Mm, juicy. There was like a page within this email that said like all of the offerings that they had available from like eye creams to mists to cleansers formulated for men with beards, things of that nature. Weird. You are on mat leave, but I think I was talking to Annie Lawless about this. You know, how do you know when something is like an actual original formula versus not? And she was like, it's just something that you know because you're in it. Yeah. And like we get these emails from the labs. Yeah. It's probably too like you're like asking them to change a lot of the like, you know, make modifications to it. But so like for the retail thing, do you think they're like, okay, in 2024 fall or 2025 fall, we're hoping to highlight green tea extract. And if you make products that have that, we will promote it like heavily. Yes. I mean, even before this, I've been told by brands that it is frustrating when you have a vision for your brand and then the retailer that you've partnered with is like, okay, this is the big trend we're seeing come next Q2. Mm -hmm. This is what you need to start formulating and making or like this type of product or this ingredient is really popular. Figure out how to get it into your whatever. Because at the end of the day, it's your brand and you want to separate yourself from everybody else. But you also want to succeed. Correct. So very, very interesting. Again, Glams, we have a hotline. Call or text. It's anonymous. We will never ask you to disclose your identity. If you work in the industry and know more about this, I would personally love to hear more because I'm fascinated by everything that happens behind the scenes. But of course, Sarah and I have never formulated a product. We've never launched a brand. So we don't really know except for what our sources will confide in us when we ask. So, okay, Kirby, what other brands are coming out with concealers right now? Makeup by Mario launched Surreal Skin Concealer. House Labs launched their, what is it, Triclone Concealer? Yes. I will say this, House Labs, that foundation has held up for me. I really, really like it. I know the shade matching is bonkers, but... I know, it's so hard. The way that it looks on the skin is so gorgeous. I really like it. I do like Mario's, but it's not a total win for me. Yeah, you know, with the Mario, it's like you have to be in the mood to like kind of be radiant and shimmer a little bit because there is that that shimmer in it. Yep. House Labs is like tried and true. She was a delight. So smart. So, so friggin' smart. And she was saying how the foundation is obviously so, so good and like one of their best sellers, but they had to make this concealer just as good, if not better. Because she was like, it's like the little sister to the foundation. And there's like some more bits, but hopefully we can play some of it. But it has like um, caffeine in it too. Because mm. she argues that it can really help depuff under your eyes. Okay, Gogs. I don't know, but I will listen. Yeah, I really do love that foundation. I think it's really, really good. So Makeup Forever launched HD Skin Smooth and Blur Undetectable Under Eye Concealer. I want to talk to makeup artist Melissa Herkman about this because 
one of the things that she's told me in the past is that Makeup Forever's concealer, one reason why she really likes it is because it's self-setting. So under the eye, you don't have to like powder it down because it just stays put. And she uses it all the time. So I'm wondering if this one will be comparable. I don't know if they're replacing a concealer, but this one is made specifically for the under eye and not all over the face. So I can't imagine they're replacing their other concealers. But it says that as complexion experts, Makeup Forever Pro Artists created a formula that blurs it all. No more fine lines, no more imperfections, just natural looking skin. HD Skin Concealer has a featherlight gel cream texture with seamless buildable coverage that you can build and blend as you wish. It color corrects and it's hydrating. It has snow mushroom in it, Sarah. Oh, oh. my God. You have it? I do. I have it. Oh, it's made in Korea. Biatch. Let me know if you want a sample. Hell yeah, I want a sample. Got snow mushroom in there. More products need snow mushroom. I'm just going to be real. More more of them need snow, mu- snow mushroom. <laughs> I love snow mushroom. <laughs> and then lastly, or not lastly, Tula launched a concealer. Did y'all see this? It's it's concealer mania. Conceal the deal. Yeah, concealer mania. They launched it in July, I believe. It's Radiant Skin Brightening Serum Concealer. Sarah, what is the deal? This is bonkers. I told you. It's like they were like, okay, serum and concealer have to be two words you use in your next product launch. I don't care how you use it, but include it. I think Spate said that like in the hair world, we're seeing a lot more serums, hair Mm -hmm. serums. Which like, what does that even mean? Yeah, I don't know. Um, It says that Tula is infused with Rainbow Seabright Elixir, a clinically proven serum-like formula that conceals dark circles and discoloration. The crease-proof concealer also features Tula's S6 Pro Complex, an U.S. patent-pending Super 6 blend of prebiotics and probiotics. Hold on. Okay, was it Tula the one that got sued for claiming to have pre and probiotics and like it's actually impossible for those to be in those products? Yes. I'm actually shocked that like they're still promoting it in the products because Mm -hmm. isn't that like misleading? Yeah. I thought they just weren't allowed to do that anymore. I don't know. Let's see. Um, Well, okay. here's the other thing. It was a class action settlement. Tula Life Skincare Products, $5 million class action settlement. So it was settled, but it says consumers who bought Tula Life Inc. products may be eligible to make a claim without proof of purchase as part of a $5 million class action lawsuit settlement agreement. The class includes anyone in the U.S., its territories and districts who purchased Tula between January 1st, 2013 and August 30th, 2021. And it says that they alleged, the plaintiffs alleged they were misled to believe certain Tula products advertised as containing probiotics contain live cultures. Tula denies all allegations of wrongdoing, but has agreed to the settlement. Interesting. Okay. So is it the live culture thing? And then if it's not a live probiotic culture. So then what is that? Like, what's it doing? Yeah. I don't know. That's a great question. Anyways, it's kind of weird. I've actually been kind of like anti-Tula because of that. (laughs) However, I got sent this product. (laughs) <laughs> and Sarah knows which one I'm talking about. It is the Tula Skincare Gold Glow and Get It Cooling and Brightening Eye Balm. I mean, literally on it, it says probiotics and superfoods. That is literally written on this product. Yeah. But it says 
Apply directly to the eye area for an instant cooling and gorgeous glow. Use under or over makeup for an instant pick-me-up. And I mean, it feels great, and I think it looks good, too. See, you guys, we live and learn on this podcast, too. We do live and learn, but you know what? Still a little sus of the whole probiotics thing. Do you even care, though? You know what I mean? That's not why you're using it. Like, you're not using it because you're like, I want probiotics in my bronzer or whatever. A lot of people did. That was the whole thing. A lot of people were buying their skincare products because the whole microbiome thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Microbiome and like the use of probiotics. And all, this is what an Instagram labeled personal care science. Here's an example of why you need to be careful with the claims you make about your skincare products and why you need to hold evidence to support those claims. Tula Life recently settled out of court for this class action lawsuit. Obviously, the plaintiffs believe that the products contained live probiotics rather than the probiotic extract. It really did. Ah, okay, that's what it is. Probiotic extract. While an actual court decision was not made, they settled out of court. It brings a timely reminder that companies need to be careful, not just about the words they use to promote the products, but the overall message and how the consumer perceives it. I totally agree. That's fascinating. I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty informed person. When you say you have probiotics in something, like my first question when, when Tula like really came out the gate and was like, going hard on marketing, I was like, how are they able to have like living organisms in their products and like their shelf stable and like not refrigerated? Yeah. And then also, let's say the packaging does, but then like once it exits the bottle, doesn't it die? You know? Yeah. There's like so many parts about it that just to me can't be true. But hey, if you're a cosmetic chemist and you're listening to this and you know something that we don't, please let us know. Yeah, obviously we did not look this up before we got into this Tula conversation. But if you go to, let, let's say, their probiotic extract face cleanser, it says that it includes prebiotics, probiotic extracts, and turmeric. Chicory root is a prebiotic. And then the probiotic extracts apparently help maintain skin balance. But the Tula stuff is wild. I don't yeah. understand a lot of it, but hey, whatever, they settled. And the last concealer of note is the Key Soul Care 2-in-1 Concealer and Skin Tint. It's obviously why we had Alicia Keys on the podcast. I actually really like it. I don't use it as a concealer. I use it more like a skin tint. Because again, that's like all of these concealers that have launched. They're extremely multitasking these days. So... Let us know if you've tried any of these concealers or if there is a new concealer launch that we missed that you love and want to talk about. Or a concealer that you just love and want everyone to know and they don't need to buy one of these new concealers. Call or text the hotline. Send us an email. I personally am still going strong using my Armani Luminous Silk Concealer. I still love my Sisley Fido Cernus Eclat, the $100 concealer. I do love that concealer and I, I still use it for my under eye. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Thank you everyone for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. 
Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 